What the heck? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Man, I want to I want to learn how to jam like this. What's up everybody? <laughs> You know, it's funny. They don't even seem angry. They just seem to be rocking out. <laughs> this is not namaste music at all. What's up, babe? We have all kinds of things happening this morning. It is a zoo. So, good morning, everybody. This is Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. And we're jamming. Wow, they are rocking out right now. Anyway, so we are being heard right now on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, which is great audience, by the way. Um, iHeart, what I say? iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Play. Yeah, we're a little bit all over the place today, but good morning. It's good to see you guys. Um, and, of course, Facebook. Good morning, John Whitwood. How are you, brother? Good to see you. Uh, Facebook and YouTube, good morning. Good to see you guys. Always love your questions. Always love your comments. And... Um, Wow, we've got a good show today. First things first, I'm grateful for mentors. That's what I'm grateful for today. And the reason why I'm grateful for mentors is because mentors keep you from doing stupid things. (laughs) I, you know, sometimes discernment is one of the most challenging things in the world that you can deal with. And in my case, discernment, um, you know, I'm I'm forever the optimist. Like I want to believe in, well, I don't want to believe in everything. But I, I, I do see people at their highest self, and I want to be able to, um, you know, I, I, like just to like I, I want everyone to be great, and I can see that. And so sometimes my desire for wanting to believe in people's greatness outweighs the common sense factor of hey, watch out for that. And just because you present yourself as a an amazing human being that's giving back and doing things for the world doesn't mean that you actually do that. And, and it doesn't mean it's always real. And a lot of people use nonprofits as a way to hide their sinister activities. I almost walked into a situation the other day that um, could have got me in a lot of trouble. And that would have sucked. So I'm really thankful for mentors today. So that's what's up for me. Um, good morning, John Whitwood. Good to see you. So on today's Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude, we have the one, the only Stacy Ellen. Stacy is a certified transformation coach, inspirational speaker, and CEO of Stacy Ellen Enterprises, a business and life mentoring company. With two decades of experience in the per- personal growth industry, Stacy has created Be Free Inner Circle, where she now helps people move through their own personal transformations and create more freedom and abundance in all areas of life. With a love for business, Stacy has also worked with some of the top experts while helping hundreds of people around the world learn their own personal recipe for success in business and personal achievements. Audiences who fear, <clears throat> I'm sorry, audiences who hear her speak love her heart-centered approach to training and gain the knowledge they can implement quickly to get results in their business and life. Stacy has shared stages with many well-known experts like Dennis Waitley, Bill Walsh, and Laurel Langmire. Wow, good to do it. Along with several other notable speakers. She's written two bestseller books. Seriously? And her clients call her 
a secret weapon as she guides them to move through obstacles and stand strong in their power and create their own dr- dream life. Uh, this broadcast is being brought to you by Knee <laughs> Kitty Talk, New You Life, Somaderm, which is an HGH product that I accidentally bought into yesterday, and Anton J and Funwise Capital. We'll go into the ma- more of that later. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Stacy Ellen. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good How morning. are you? Good. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> good to see you. I don't know. So as typical with Be Live, I never know what's really happening with it. So um, bear with me two seconds. <laughs> this is the way to start the show. This is the way to have all kinds of energy here. Anyway, whatever. So good morning. Great to see you. Stacy. what are you grateful for this morning? I'm grateful for patience. <laughs> I know, right? I'm, I'm, yeah, it's interesting. Technology can be interesting. I, I already had a, a feat with it this morning. And so really, as that comes up, I'm, I'm just learning to sit in the patience around everything and knowing that it will get, it will get transformed itself and things will work out. So, they always they always have a way of doing it. I, I forgot. Um, I've heard people talk about fear. Hi, Bonnie. Good morning. Good morning, Heather. Good to see you guys. I've had um, I've heard people talk about fear and like a lot of the things like 97 percent of the things that we fear never actually happen. Mm. Um, and yet at the same time, those th- same things that we fear that we, we cr- that cripple us, we can kind of create in our life like. And that could be anything from relationships when there's mistrust. That could be a business deal. It could be like, oh, my God, I'm afraid it's going to fall through. Well, if you believe it enough and sit there and obsess about it, it's going to happen. Um, so I'm with you. I'm with you on that because in the end, everything's always going to be all right unless if you die. And if you die, then you're not going to be around anyway to worry about having to worry. Correct. Your, your perception is always true. <laughs> Your yeah. perception, because we all have our own perception. So anything we believe is true, you know, so, and somebody's truth is going to be very different than your own. And that's I, something that to always remember, because we all have our own truths, right? Isn't that odd how yeah. there's multiple, like there's multiple truths? There are multiple <laughs> because truths. Of perception. Yes. And, and one of the keys is sitting with, Okay, this is my perception, and then looking out, stepping outside of yourself, and saying, "Okay, but that's going to be very different than theirs, right? If they're coming at it from a different view, a different standpoint, different values, goals, belief systems, it's going to be a very different truth, right? And okay. there is no right or wrong in that truth." Absolutely. By the way, Stacy, do you know Dr. Garcia? I do not. Oh, you guys need to meet. Um, him and his future bride, Veronica, are two amazing humans, and uh, they do a great show. It's someone that you should collaborate with. They're in San Diego also. Actually, yes, I know of them. I don't know if I've sat down with them to chat. So, that yeah. Could not be two finer humans at all. I, I, I love them. And uh, Heather says, your truth is in your perception. Correct. How – I got to tell you, so I'm trying to – I'm learning how to communicate with an 18-year-old now. Mm. And – and it's and it's so amazing how like I can use words that I'm thinking, oh, well, this is going to make a lot of sense. And or this is you know, I'm I'm meaning it to mean one way, but yeah. she hears it completely different, which is like a microcosm for every relationship I've been in in my life. <laughs> like I'm trying to say one thing and then 
they're hearing another. But I'm learning the importance of learning how to reframe words and also trying to, uh, at first, being able to understand a personality type before I communicate any type of way, because that can help me avoid a lot of like, oh, my God, no, I didn't mean it that way. I didn't mean it that way. I didn't mean (laughs) I have to I catch myself saying that a lot. So I'm really trying to learn all about the different communication styles to fully understand how people are going to perceive what I say, which is really challenging. What, what about, do you experience that too? Yes, and it can be. And I, I just want to honor you for actually taking the time to go there because most people are walking, not most, but a lot of people walk through life and are completely blind to how we are coming off to others. And I got to tell you, I, was, <laughs> I spent years of my life in that space um, thinking, oh, these people will understand me and then wondering why they turn their back and they're gone, right? And so you being able to acknowledge what you're saying and listen more than anything to your 18 year old daughter is huge. And then again, taking yourself out of your own shoes, stepping into hers. Right. And, and coming from that place of, okay, what is in, what, what do I need to say for her own highest good right now? Like what will make the most sense to her? Those are questions I'm always asking myself, like whether it's like for my next best move or, you know, um, helping clients, you know, always sitting in, what is my, what, you know, what is my own truth? Like what is my own next best move? What is then the highest good for me right here, right now? Cause we don't know the future, right? So it's all about being in the present moment. And as we stay in the present moment, we will be able to hear the answers, the guidance and from not only within us from above. Oh, it's, and it's so true. And it, and it, it's also the other thing too, about being present is also not anticipating what someone's going to say. Yeah. I've lived a, I lived most of my life being reactive where, you know, yeah. I'm on it, but I was anticipating now. So I don't know where this, I don't know how, what's I, this just sparked a memory, but you know, when I played football growing up and I got to play, I didn't, my college career didn't last very long. Good morning, Mary Sterling. Um, I didn't, it didn't last very long, but growing up playing, like one of the things that made me really good was anticipating, like being able to see a play before it happened. Yes. And, but I also had to do that because I was slow. <laughs> I, I wasn't very fast at all. And, but I was, had really good instincts. Well, that's great um, in, in, in sports, but in communication, it sucks. Now, you can be right some of the time, but for the times that you're not, you find you, it's like you're interrupting, you're not really listening, you're not letting them complete the thought. Then it also alters your perception because you didn't sit there and listen to everything that was being said. Mm-hmm. And, and, so, and then you get into this, I got, got into this nasty habit as an adult where I just constantly interrupted people. And now that I've really worked on trying to be present and being aware of what's around me and just the, and in true communication, which means listening, I'm like, oh my God, all of us, like we're all guilty of interrupting and anticipating what people say. Like no wonder like relationships are not what we want them to be. Right. And this is all, and what you're saying is beautiful. And that's all a part of really becoming more self-actualized in who you are and helping raise the consciousness on this planet. 
So doing this type of work that you're talking about, and that's what I also provide to others, like that's huge. Because once you, yeah, once you take a step back and you really start to understand who you are and why you're reacting versus responding, why you're not listening, right? And, And feeling the need to prove the point, prove the point. Yeah, it's a very different way of going about life. And as Absolutely. we, yeah, and as we, as we sit back and uh, really practice understanding where somebody's coming from, that's the biggest piece, you know, because once you see, the, and that is given to us, not only, not really in the words, it's in understanding their energy. It's in understanding what's behind the words. And that's often what's missed. Because people will, people are always speaking and really what we're understanding from them, even the people watching right now, what they're understanding from me is not so much what I'm saying. It's the, it's the energy behind what I'm saying. And whether they know it or not, it's, it's hitting somebody on a subconscious level at all times, what you, the energy behind what you say. So, yeah. I, so hold on. I'm going to add to this point really quick. It's so funny. I was sharing this yesterday. So I'm in a, you know, I'm in the, the, the Ascension Leadership Academy. So I'm almost in my four month. We're in our community service project now raising money for a great cause. But the container that we play in, which is a group, we have all these meetings. It's like being in a bubble within the universe where we're able to try different things. We're trying different types of leadership and trying different, um, obviously, activities, whether it's fundraising or just creating um, opportunities, going out in the community and doing things. But one thing that it really, really does is that it will expose certain parts of your ego that are is 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 troubling, or you let your emotions get the best out of you. You kind of escape yourself and you get out of your head. Prime example is I I went on in the, in the group and went live, and I was venting like a madman about something that actually my words, what I was saying, was powerful and it was supposed to be uplifting and and encouraging us to you know go a direction um and being supportive of the team and so forth but the energy to which i said it yeah was more like like, (laughs) and and like i have to be careful with my voice and in in the way in my energy because if i come at like that i could be saying jesus loves you and guess what? It's going to sound like I'm the devil. I mean, yeah. that's, you know, and yeah. so I have to be aware of that. And it's really it was one of the most amazing things, because looking back at it now, I go, oh, my gosh, um, my power has nothing to do with how loud I am. Correct. My power has everything to do with how grounded I am. And in 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 the best way, when I feel like I'm out of my mind, out of my head, anything like that, someone taught me a breathing exercise. It's my my friend Katrina that's in the group about when you take the long deep breath in, and when you breathe out, you actually pretend you're breathing through the bottoms of your feet and growing roots. Like Mm -hmm. that visualization alone has helped me stay in my body, so to speak. And then of course I've had other people help me too, like Dr. Garcia and his, and his fiance, but it's that staying grounded, staying, staying, staying there has allowed me to keep my energy in. So when I do say things, whether I want to have a, a, a an impact that, you know, shakes your foundation, mm-hmm. or if I want you to inspire you, or if I want to bring you hope either way, 
I realized that I don't need to yell to do any of that. Right. I can just stay in my body and release and, and put off that energy. And it's way more effective than me yelling and raising my voice. Yes. It's crazy. It's it. Yeah. So do you notice, cause have you ever noticed when you go into an event, there's always a couple people that will walk into a room and they don't have to say anything, but every single person in that room knows that they're there. That's when you're really in your body, in your full potential power, you know, and, and truly, cause we don't have in that space. We don't have to be projecting. I'm cool. I'm this, I'm that I'm a speaker. You know what I mean? Like we're, you walk in, people know they can feel you. It's all, it's, it's the feeling versus the having to prove from the ego's point of view, you know, of who you are. Well, and you know, all about the ego and the speaker world. Yeah, it could be. It could be a little bit of that there. Sometimes. It is. Oh my gosh! It is uh, the <laughs> hierarchy that in the in the territorial. It, it, it's an interesting world that is, and I I, I want to ask you about this because first of all, in, in audience, uh, Heather, Mary, Aaron, Bonnie, John, everybody listening on iHeartRadio and Spotify, um, like I've had the privilege of meeting Stacy in the, in the real world, not just on camera and, and just an amazing human being that has this incredible presence about her, her and her fiance. Is it, are you married now? Oh, or is married. It? Yeah. I'm married. Okay. Married. I didn't know fiance or what, but just an incredible like energy around them that is just so welcoming and inviting, mm-hmm. but it's just solid and confident and, and, and it's powerful. But I've always been curious about, women in the in the speaking world because it is predominantly a, a man's world in that in that world and really some a lot of them how how have you dealt with that hierarchy of one that you have in the speaking world but also being a female speaker in a world that is dominated by men like how have you how have you navigated that mm, that's a great question <laughs> and I don't really look at it as navigating it, right? Literally, I come in being who I am from a heart-centered place, and that changes everything. So I'll, I, I, let's give Eric Swanson a little props here. He does the Habitude Warrior Conference, and I'm on many of his stages. I have been over the last four or five years. And that, you know, there's 30, 33 speakers, right? And we're all different, which is great. And there's obviously fewer women, too. Uh, the cool part about that is, though, you stand out more than anything by being fully aligned mind, body, soul in who you are. Right. And that is the only thing that I practice in this speaker world. <laughs> I mean, literally coming in from, a, from my own truths, from my own standpoint, sharing from my heart versus ego. And it's a very different type of talk. And that's something that I get. I'm, I'm, because this is, you know, if I know if I go out there and I make a difference just in one person's life, that I'm doing my job there. Right. Mm-hmm. And because there's always going to be people that don't care for you or whatever. They have their own judgments that come up around you when you step out, even, um, you know, man, man versus woman. Right. But it's, it's, it's about staying really concrete in who I am when I go out there and, and connecting back into my heart, which then pulls everyone else in the audience into their own heart. And it's, it's definitely 
And you can do that a trick really quickly on stage if you literally just touch your heart. It'll pull everyone right back in. Because wow. a lot of times we all get in our head, we're learning, we're you know being trained and all this stuff. But if you if you touch your heart, maybe even take a breath, like I'll it's okay to even stop on stage and take a breath. It actually re- releases not only within you, but everyone in the audience feels it. So it's a lot of, for myself, it's a lot about managing the energy of not only myself, but even the audience. And I don't know as every, many people aren't aware of the energetic space. They aren't aware of what they're putting out. They're talking at the audience versus pulling them in. And that's something that I've just been practicing over the years. Now I'm, there's always more to learn, <laughs> you know, there's always more to learn. I'm, you know, I, I, I just do what I can to stay in my own heart centered space through that. And oftentimes that's what I feel like might stand out. Yeah. I, well, and I, I get that. That makes sense. Cause you do hold your own. I mean, I, it's, it's so, impressive to see. I, um, and then also for Eric, uh, Mr. Awesome himself to yeah. hold you so high. Mm-hmm. That that in itself, because, I mean, he's in great company and he's been trained by some of the best in the world. And for him to hold you that high is that that's a pretty powerful testament. Thank um, you. Yeah, so I, a- I dig that about you. Who is and, and one of really quick before I end the next question, like I one of the things that I've learned from emceeing and I've spoken a few times and I like it, but I'm not the art of speaking is not something that I really care to do. I just want to go do it how I want to do it and leave me alone. And if I go 30 minutes, if I go an hour, whatever, just leave me alone. Let me do it. Um, But that's my, that's just how I feel about it. I don't want to have a scripted speech. I want to, I want to get there and like look at the audience and go, you know what? This is what I feel like led talking about and go. A lot of people don't like that. That's fine. Like they don't want that on their stage. Fine. No problem. I'll make my own stage. Um, (laughs) But when I MC, I, or anytime I have the opportunity like to go to an event, one of the problems that I used to have talking about holding your energy in is that I have a big energy and I would just come woof, like let it all come out. And it was great. And it was part of what made things fun. And I'd go on this like euphoric bipolar high and like, woo, this is amazing. But then after it was over, for three days, I'd be depressed and couldn't get out of bed. And I could mm. not figure out what it was. Yeah. And I had a friend tell me, she's like, just take your hand and put it over your, like when you feel yourself starting to like really come out of your body, like when you're just like really putting off a lot of energy, put your hand in front of your chest and just hold it in. And I, and I swear to you, there was something about that alone that has allowed me to keep, I'm expanding my energy a little bit, but I'm keeping it in. And it was allowing me to, after the event was over, to not get depressed. Mm. I was able to kind of keep that same that same energy. And then also I've learned in direct communication, too, that how to channel my energy directly to somebody instead of just having it big and chaotic. Like yeah. learning that lesson has been so powerful for me. It's such a blessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Veronica says, Aaron and I got to speak the other night. It's been a while since I've spoke in a crowd of people, but it felt it was one of the best because I felt grounded and it came from the heart. Nothing was prepared. Yeah. It's that that's, that's awesome, Veronica. And I totally see that about you. And not Um, to say preparing isn't, it's actually a practice is a great thing, right? Like practicing is what just improves yourself more and more and more. And um, I think even the best speakers do practice. So, you know, not to say that 
like there's one right way to do it, right? Like what you were just saying, you prefer just going out there and ad hoc, whereas there's also if you have certain points you want the audience to get or depending upon if you're doing a keynote versus speaking to sell from platform, very different styles. Of, sure. Of, so. so who was the biggest influence for you in, in, in speaking? Like who was somebody that you modeled yourself after? I, I know you have your own unique style, but who did you watch in the beginning to learn from? Gosh, you know, I don't, <laughs> that's the sad part. There's not very many women speakers <laughs> like we talked about that I was like, oh, I want to be, you know. Um, and the funny thing is that there was somebody in the beginning I watched, which it's completely transformed too. Like I, now I'm like, wow, no. So I, who I think speaks from the heart, Brene Brown is amazing. And she's, you know, her old talk on vulnerability um, you can feel her vulnerability in the vulnerability of what she's saying. So <laughs> to me, that's beautiful. And that's coming from her heart. And anyone else also like, you know, who's been around a while, like Marie Folio, most people know her. Now she doesn't speak on stages as much as she does somewhat, but um, I like her quirky style. I like that she brings in points and laughter and the heart all into one. And of course, Oprah, She's, She's a speaker a in her own right. Yeah. And so, you know, sharing the stories, sharing your personal experience, it's all been, uh, I love watching people who do it that way from the heart and bring in the, all of themselves, right? Because yeah. that's what it's all about. Like just really connecting to all of you because when you're fully in who you are, the audience feels that and they, they're, they come aboard and they get the messages and they feel the energy. They feel it, right? The whole Maya Angelou, people won't remember what you say, but they'll remember how you make them feel. That's that's the number one goal, I think, for at least for me when I'm speaking, like really helping the transformation through the feelings. I love that. So yeah. let's talk about your business and what you're up to. What yeah. like you? What got you into the a business and life mentoring company like what what were the steps like what did you do before that and what led you into this industry oh man it's been a journey <laughs> and it continues right it's always continuing to begin i started what happened really was when i was in college and i was about to graduate and i got into a near death car accident that was the first turning point in my life. And that's what I often speak about first on stage because that was my first dive into personal development. And um, I went all the way through a windshield back into the car, totaled wow. cars, face was totaled. So it was years of living with a, a very uneven face and smile. And I spent years learning how, thereafter how to love myself from within versus you know what I looked like on the outside. Oh my God. So that, that, yeah. So that was the first like jump into the personal growth space thereafter, you know, the patterns of doing what you think you're supposed to do in order to be successful. <laughs> That's, I followed that path. Graduating, I did go back, graduated college after I healed for a semester. And then from St. Louis, moved to Chicago because. I thought to be successful, I'm going to go make it in a big city. 
that's what I did. Started working my way up the corporate ladder in Chicago, small business, medium, Fortune 500 corporation. And I was making a lot of money for a lot of people. Things were great, I thought, on the outside. I had the condo, I had the car, I had the money. And when I really stopped and took a step back, I'm like, this, I'm miserable. <laughs> like, I have all these things, but I wasn't fulfilled within. Oh, wow. I, I didn't have much of a life. I, you know, I was, I could barely date because I was working 70 hour plus weeks, you know, and there was just no fulfillment in what I was selling and who I was being in that space. You know, it was the typical, you work your, your week job and you go party hard on the weekend, downtown Chicago. Oh my gosh. So I, it came 2009 and I was like, you know what? It's time to make a change. I got let go from my Fortune 500 corporation. A lot of us did. They were doing some restructuring. And I thought, if I don't move now, I never will. And so that's when I jumped to San Diego, right in the middle of the economic crash. Let me tell you, I've moved twice in the worst possible circumstance. First, we had a terrorist attack. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go move to a new city. <laughs> and and had a year under my belt of experience. And next time I moved was here, San Diego from Chicago and we just had the financial crisis. And so again, starting over that, that resilience is what I grew over time and resilience of making it work in a, in an environment that wasn't conducive to that. And so did some, had some other jobs here and, and really took a deeper dive again into personal growth when I got to San Diego. So now I'm like early 30, maybe by that time. And just was new. And I, you know, those nights, have you ever had those nights where you're sitting down and you're like, what am I supposed to do with my life? <laughs> like praying that I could get the answers. <laughs> and really the answers have been in here the whole time, right? The answers are always within. Mm. And it took me really stopping that fast paced lifestyle of what I, what I thought meant success stopping from whatever, you know, looking a different way from what everyone else said success meant and really tuning into who I was. So I started doing deeper work into the self-actualization of becoming who I really was, looking at anything and everything, all my limiting beliefs, the programming, the why do this, strengths, weaknesses, you know, anything and everything that shaped me. And I've had a ton of my own coaches, mentors. I've been through many programs <laughs> and and really, it's it's a cumulative effect. It's like it's this little steps, the little steps that then really help you create and become the person that you want to become ultimately, right? And so, yeah, I uh, stepped into coaching a few years ago after working for a multimillionaire here in San Diego and seeing how she ran her business and. I've always known I wanted to speak like that's been there and I've always spoken in companies and sold and been successful there. But it's very different when you step out on your own and create from your heart. Mm. And you probably know this. And, and many people on this call probably have been there where they joined all these programs trying to do these things and make things work and, um, you know, create. And then all of a sudden it's like, why isn't this working? You know, I created the funnels. I created the webinar, like, why are these things not, why are nobody coming to my programs? Like, I've been through all of it. And 
what I learned throughout this entire process so far of being the entrepreneur is you have got to run the show from your own heart space, from who you are. Go out, learn the techniques from others. But the beauty comes when you can fully embrace you and then create your program, create your webinar, create everything from that space. It's a very different type of sales versus what I learned in corporate, right? Like do this, do this, and then jump, and then you're going to create this. And then what do you have for me this month? You're no good to me unless you have, you know, whatever. <laughs> so becoming the entrepreneur was the, the best thing that's ever happened to me because now I get to, to focus on assisting and serving others in a way that feels good, right? I, I love that. And like, so what's up, Nick Harris? So Nick Harris is on here right now and he's, he's digging you. He says, I love it. The art of allowing. Um, he, um, he's somebody that it's been fun to watch him since I've known him from social media that like he's, he, he flirted with some different things. And now it looks like it's, it's fun to watch him come into this place where you can tell that he's genuinely doing something he loves mm-hmm. and he's found a, he's found a niche that yeah. is so beautiful. And it I, it doesn't, and when you see that, it doesn't matter. Like I have no idea what the monetary aspect of what he's doing is, but you can tell when someone's coming from a heart space and it's so inspiring to see because that's where joy is. Yeah. Like that's where joy is. And so for you to see how you've done that is incredible to me because it is tough. It's hard to, when you when you're looking around and you see people you know that are uber successful and they're doing this they're 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 living the life in their like visually that you see that a lot of people dream about having yeah but yet what we don't know is a lot of times it's really really empty and it's and it, it, you always feel like there's something missing there's something missing there's something missing but to see someone like you who has ma- has been very successful coming and living in a heart space it's inspiration to even people like me because I, I gotta be honest with you. I don't know. I don't know what's next. I never know what's next for me. Like every time I think I'm, this is the path or this is, this is the opportunity. This is the chance. Like what happened yesterday. Um, it come to find out it's not, you know, and it's like crap, like, okay. But yet the only thing that I know that brings me joy that makes me want to get up and do this every day is the fact that, I love this. I love this. I love what I get to do day in, day out. And is it have me exactly where I want to be? No, but it's the only thing I know that feels right because the minute I go take a job just to take it, I'm going to be miserable. Yeah. Freaking miserable. And And and, and me miserable is, is a tyrant. Yeah. (laughs) And that's so beautiful that you share that because you're, Oh, I feel like I'm echoing. I hear it. That's okay. <laughs> you're not. Okay. Okay, cool. So what you're doing though is beautiful because that is the only thing we know is taking the next best inspired action step forward. Mm. We don't always know what that looks like. Like you can create, I know you're a visionary. I know visions, your your superpower. So you can have this huge vision and you can hold that. However, how you get there is not up to you. No. <laughs> when you no. Feel called, no. When you feel called like you did yesterday, 
that's beautiful that you took that step forward. You felt something aligned to you, so you took the step forward. It doesn't mean that that's the ultimate end all for you, right? However, you took us, you you felt something aligned, and you took that step forward, and that's all part. When I don't, I don't like the saying "just take action." I like inspired action because anyone There's can take a action. Difference. There is yeah. a yeah, big... it's very different. Yeah, when you're when you're check in with you prior to taking action. So I'm that's something that has been an ongoing practice for myself too, you know, not just jumping, but being like, oh, does this feel good within does this feel good within my body? Is this is this that all knowingness that I feel within? And once I'm there, it's like, okay, this is juicy. Like now I can take that step. I know that it's aligned to to my highest good. So yeah. That's I, and you, and then there, there's that line too, where you say, well, you know, sometimes you just, you do need to do something to get you by, to hold you over, to get you there. I mean, yeah. like I started working, um, I'm helping uh, Jason Cisneros right now with their company, their consulting firm. And like what they're doing to help businesses is, is magical. I've never seen anything like it. I don't do it. I'm just like referring business to them because I'm watching how they're transforming other nonprofits or, or businesses that are struggling or pe- even businesses that are doing really, really well and they don't have the infrastructure. Mm-hmm. I like being a resource and providing um, and assisting and facilitating. I'm not much of a sales guy, but at, at the same time, when you do that, you have to be more patient. Like I'm having to be more patient because it's, it's a longer process. I got hooked up with Grant Cardone's freaking finance company, like who they use to help entrepreneurs get loans. Yeah. Great. I'm not passionate about it, but I know people need it. So it's like, okay, well, I have that service I can offer. And then yesterday in my delusion of being in the car for nine hours, I I got, I got home and I read this email and then I used to go, Oh, I'm going to start researching. And next thing I know, I signed up for network marketing. (laughs) I, because I was reading studies and I'm like, oh, this sounds great. So then, all right, I can do this. And then I signed up for it and I'm going, oh, God, why did I do this? I, like, but I'm, I also, I'm, I, I to have this belief, like, I believe in my dream and I believe in my vision so much that I'm almost willing to, to sell a kidney to make it happen. You know, and then now my daughter's here. So it's like, okay, I'm willing to pretty much do whatever it takes to pro- provide for my family. Yeah. Like now I have that feeling. So it's like, well, shoot, I'm going to have to do some things that may make me uncomfortable, but at least I want to feel good and have integrity about it. But I'm going to have to stretch a little bit to do this because me waiting around for NBC to call and go, hey, we're going to give you a show. Ah, eh, you know, it may not happen. So I got to I got to keep it. Yeah. Keep and, and that's that's beautiful, too. And that's all part of your process. Your learning, you know, the. The key is to not get too spread out in all the different things that we're a part of and making yeah. sure that it's aligned to the, the vision of where you want to go. So somehow being, you know, everything's a learning process. You're always going to be learning. We're always going to be grow, you know, growth within everything that we do. However, we want to make sure that energies aren't too scattered as yeah. we move forward. So that's just something that I pulled out of what you just said. And, uh, and, and one more thing, because I'm, I did too. Like for years, I, to make ends meet, I was a server. I, you know, I served alongside working at companies. Sometimes I, I slung wine at at stores while I was getting my coaching business going too to make ends meet. And so, yeah, I mean, we start, there's, when you're going for your dream, many of us have those humble beginnings where 
You know, you're you're doing what it takes because you just feel guided and you feel in your gut, you know, and that's part of the perseverance of knowing that it will unfold if I continue taking those small steps forward. And I like, and I'm somebody that I can, I always have, I mean, the fact that, you, you know, like I'm, I work in a lot of different industries. So, I mean, I work with cosmetics and skincare too. I'm not actually going out knocking on doors selling it. But I've always loved to approach life through this angle. Yeah. How? What are your needs? How can I help you? What are you yeah. looking? You know, what are you looking to do? What is it? What are the three things that you love most about what you do? What are the three things that you hate? Like or dislike? What would you change? Mm-hmm. And being able to offer solutions for people. And I had the best practice in the world when I worked with complex disabilities for eighteen years. Because the whole thing is not about what you want to sell them. It's about what do they need and and finding a way to provide that, which means sometimes you have to take an insurance company to court. Sometimes you have to fight with a doctor. Sometimes you you just got to do what it takes to make it happen. And so that's how I'm inspired to live is to be a service of people. And, you know, so that's why I like working with people like Jason Cisneros and like to have they're the amazing company. Like they, they run a company like I never could. Me getting to facilitate it to them, uh, that's fantastic because it's just about I'm providing a service. You said that you had a need and I'm providing that for you. Mm-hmm. And I like having my hands and all of that. So I don't get too scattered. Um, but at the you same time, I, huh? you are a connector. That yeah. is one of your strengths. And I so, am the world's mayor. Yeah. That, that's amazing. And so you're, you're in that when you're in that you're flourishing. I see, you know, I feel your energy as you talk. I mean, that's exciting. And then because it's fun when you're the guy, when you're the person that gets to be the one that bridges the gap, like say you have a need, you're, 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 you're stuck something like there's like one piece missing to what you want to do. Like you're already cruising at a good level, but you're like, sure. I know I can get here when you're the person that gets to make that introduction and introduce that relationship. Yeah. That allows that person to soar, to make their dreams come true. I cannot tell you anything that's more gratifying. Yeah. Like I get so geeked out when I'm able to help somebody build their business from the show. Totally. It's the best. Yeah. It is. I don't I don't want to make it about me. It's not. Right. I'm just the world. I'm a great connector, but it's always about other people. Like that's what makes me happy. Yeah. Me too. And I, I really think that's the soul. Like we're all feel more of that inner fulfillment and inner joy when we are assisting others and being that, yeah, being that missing link or helping them find what that missing link is. That is so beautiful. And and that's being of service, right? And when in your business, no matter what you're doing, if you keep that, if you stay in that mindset of I'm here to serve and you practice that over that might over and over of like, what can I do to help others today versus, oh my gosh, I don't have the money coming in. I don't have the resources. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. I mean, we can get so easy as a business owner or anyone for that matter to get on that monkey chain, the mind, right? The, the crazy mind. So yeah, the monkey mind. Thank you. Monkey chain, crazy mind. What? <laughs> so yeah, so it's so easy to get there. But when we, when we, that's when we're getting stuck in ourselves, right? That's when we know we're, we're in our head versus in our heart. That's mm-hmm. the difference. So if we can notice that stuff outside of that mindset and get back into the who can I serve today? Who can I assist today, right? Everything else will take care of itself. The money will come. The resources will come. 
the fulfillment will come. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Stacy, yeah. this is, um, you're incredible. Um, I'm a huge fan of you and your husband. I thought it was fiance, but a huge fan of both of you. Um, and I'm, I'm really, really, really pumped. I've got, I'm going to put your links for, um, okay. your, your business and what you do. You have a Facebook group that people it's free, right? Yeah. So I would love if any, you know, if you like what was heard today, please come interact. It's a free group called be free, like the letter B free. And he'll put the link in there as well. Um, yeah. But if you put in the search bar, be free, join us. We do. I, I, we connect there. We talk about everything from how do you really create the inner fulfillment within your life and how can you become more abundant in your life and in your business. And I also have a, a challenge coming up. I can't decide whether it's five to seven days called the Inspired Joy Challenge. What is so that? Over, over these five days, we're going to dig deep into, you know, what is the who is who are you at the core and what brings you joy? Because happiness is fleeting, right? Happiness right. can come and go. Happiness is actually based on external circumstances. So creating the internal foundation of joy is huge and it can bring more fulfillment into your life. And so that's up and coming and that'll all be going on in the free Facebook group as well. So please, I, I would love to connect with any and all of you or go to my website, StacyLN.com. And um, if you want to schedule a quick session, I will connect with you there as well. I did open my calendar. I have a birthday coming up next week. And so, uh, yeah. You're 41. Huh? 41. Oh, man, I'm catching up to you. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I just turned 39. Yeah. Uh, yep. Four days ago. Wow. So yeah. happy birthday. Well, happy birthday to you. Well, thank um, you. Well, listen, so I put you in the groups. So you guys check it out. I mean, look, I can't recommend a person. I, I really try to avoid making recommendations when it comes to coaches and stuff like that, because everyone I know is, but like, I can, I can actually recommend Dr. Garcia and Veronica for what they do and their energy work. It's incredible. I can recommend you for what you do because you're incredible and you're just a great human. I can recommend that. So I stand behind you guys and, or stand behind you and what you do. And so guys, I recommend you check her out for sure. Uh, Stacy, here's the deal. So, you, you came on the show. You're fantastic. I love it. Um, and so for coming on the show, oops, look, dropped my microphone. For coming on the show, I'm going to give you a giraffe. Woohoo! Yeah. And you cannot sell it and you cannot give it away. What are you going to do? What are you going to do with it? Oh, well, first I'm going to give it a big hug. And I'm going to thank you for the giraffe. Because <laughs> presents are good. Yeah. And maybe I might wait. If I can't give it away, I can't give it no, away. No, you can't give it away. You have to feed it, too. I Because I have a girlfriend that loves giraffes, and so I might re-gift it if that were the case. But uh, Re-gifting is uh, – that's a fine red line, but, okay, I'll, I'll no, allow it. I know. I know. You can re-gift. That's, her, that's well, okay. Well, I have a girlfriend that loves giraffes. Like, no one I've ever seen likes giraffes. This woman loves giraffes. Yeah. And like I'm sorry, that. it can't be your soulmate because she's married. But, you know, she would love for me to gift that to her. But <laughs> okay, dang, I would need a bigger house. You know, I, I would need to make things work here. And That's so we, we would probably move to another space. 
you know. <laughs> Stacy, you're amazing. You gotta make sure that thing doesn't spit on you too. Have you had a giraffe like this the uh <laughs> That's um that's that's love is what is that, that is. Love? Yeah, yeah, giraffe drool is love. Oh man, I don't yeah. know. It's like a bulldog's drool, but just messier. <laughs> I've seen that. I don't think I I I don't know if that's my thing. <laughs> Where's my bulldog at? Uh, so uh, Zoe um yeah, Zoe will she doesn't really drool that much except for when I have an apple. I don't know what it is about apples, but my bulldog yeah. loves apples and she just this big freaking long drool thing i might oh uh, you gosh. gotta be kidding me yeah that's and funny stacy you're the best thank you for being on the thank show thank you it's been fun Bye. Bye. See you soon. oh hey we have a mastermind to go to right when is that today oh tonight oh yeah. okay so four four that's not tonight yeah four Okay. Four o'clock. See you there. Okay. Bye. Wow. Wait, look at this. This is all screwed up now. Check this out. How did that happen? Um, so everybody, she was great, right? You should check her out. For real. She's a good human. I think a lot of you know her. Um, but if you don't, definitely check her out. Check out our Facebook group. Somebody I cannot recommend anymore. Um, so yeah, I want to give a shout out really, really quick. I have to give a shout out to our sponsors. So bear with me, everybody, but you do want to hear this. I do. I, you, I promise you do. Um, morning gratitude is brought to you by new you life. Salma Durham. Uh, the link is in the comments. Anton J and Funwise capital. Are you like looking to create predictable, sustainable income? Anton J will make your business better and you get the credit. If you or someone, you know, has a business who is not meeting its potential, and does not have the infrastructure to support its growth, please call 619-394-6725. Anton J. has been described as guardian angels because they fix the past and safeguard the future. Also, a special thank you to our friends at FunWise Capital. FunWise Capital was created by entrepreneurs tired of seeing other entrepreneurs or new ventures guided to loans that only benefit lenders. Our mission is to help you secure the best capital in conjunction with providing the necessary education to help you master your future business growth and success. In an industry famous for little to no transparency, FunWise Capital is pulling back the curtain to empower entrepreneurs with the best funding options, finance education, qualifying formulas, and access to proven lenders. Again, you guys can call 619-394-6725. You can't find the group? I'll put it. It's in the comments. It's right here. I'll make sure you do. It's right there. Um, and if it's not, we'll bug Stacy. Stacy's still here. I can still see her. I just now noticed this. Um, the group is in there, but I'll put it in the comments again. Click that link. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Everybody, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, tune in. Thank you, everybody. God bless. See you tomorrow.